0: What's going on, everybody? This is Patriot Underground here. Now, before we get started tonight with the show, I want to say a few words on behalf of the company that I have partnered with to help folks protect their financial resources as we enter into the eye of the storm. Now, I don't think I need to remind everybody that this financial crash has been predicted for years, and now we are seeing everything unfold exactly the way The real financial advisors, the real professionals and experts out there have been telling us that it was going to. We have a brief window of opportunity here, folks, and I highly recommend that everybody get on board. We just saw Silicon Valley Bank go down last month, and just yesterday, First Republic was the second largest bank collapse in U.S. history. And let me tell you something, folks, we're not done. We're not even close to being done. This is a consolidation move. The big banks are eating up the little banks. They're preparing to roll out their central bank digital currency. The entire system is going to collapse. Oh, and by the way, dozens of regional bank stocks plummeted today as this banking crisis continues to gain momentum. All of them were down between 10 and close to 40% just today. So I urge everybody out there to seize this opportunity. Don't wait until it's too late protect your financial resources, roll over your 401k and your IRAs into precious metal backed into gold backed currency. That is the wave of the future, folks. We know that this is a sound investment. It's been proven over and over and over again. And I can guarantee you that when the market crashes, gold and silver are going to skyrocket in price. Now, I am not a financial expert, as you know, but I have had financial experts on my show who have said exactly that, and I'm sure you've heard many other trusted sources out there warning folks of what's to come. Now is the time. Don't wait. Seize this opportunity, folks. Click the link in the description, and I guarantee you, folks, this will be the best financial decision that you've ever made. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. God bless and Godspeed. Enjoy the show. Patriot out. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Patriot Underground. Today is June 18th, 2023. Thank you so much for joining me, folks, to Discover the Truth Beneath the Surface. As always, I really do appreciate everybody out there taking the time to listen, and happy Father's Day to everybody out there. So it's been a little while since my last situation analysis report, and as usual, there's no shortage of topics to discuss. So I'm going to do my best to provide some context, some clarity, and some analysis on all of these recent developments and what they mean amidst the backdrop of the overall trajectory of this Q operation which, as we know, has been a military sting from the outset that began several decades ago. Now, I think it's important to state up front that I've consistently reminded folks that it's vitally important that we maintain our perspective on the mission and what a near-death experience looks and feels like, and not allow all of the distractions and all the fog of war that are designed to obscure our spiritual outlook hinder our ability to see the big picture. And as we go through our analysis tonight, my focal point is going to be to remind folks that all of these events, even though we haven't been able to foresee their exact sequence and predict how they're all going to play out, are aligned with the overall objectives of this Q operation. So with that in mind, let's discuss a little bit about the latest charges against Trump. Now, you'll recall that we've had many discussions in the past about how the initial indictment in New York was only the beginning that it was the real big-ticket items that were coming. And now they're here, the charges stemming from the raid on Mar-a-Lago. And of course, we also know we can expect and are anticipating charges stemming from the infamous events of January 6th. So predictably, the mainstream media is out there touting the deep state overt political persecution of, quote-unquote, Former President Donald Trump, who made history when he became the first president to be federally indicted. That's their way of implying that there's actually any basis for his prosecution. They use certain trigger words and phrases to create the illusion that this is the most serious breach of national security that we've ever seen. When, of course, the reality is, as we know, that the president has every legal authority to do what Trump did. And conversely, The cabal is guilty of everything they're trying to deflect onto Trump. And so what's being set up here is the long-anticipated reversal event. You have to keep in mind that his charges originated from the Espionage Act of 1917, which prohibits interference in the United States military. And of course, this is perfectly aligned with the pantomime that we're all living through. And I'm going to explain why. Now, in terms of the Mar-a-Lago raid, we've discussed how the FBI and the DOJ were primarily searching for the nuclear codes to escalate the Ukraine war, for obvious reasons. But remember, this is a simulation, and there's not going to be any nuclear war. In fact, there really has been no prospect for nuclear war since early on in Trump's first term, when the underground war began. We're watching a scripted movie, folks. And we have to keep that at the forefront of our consciousness at all times. It's more important than ever, because the eye of the storm is approaching. And I'll make some more specific comments about that a little bit later in the show. But Trump announced his indictment on Truth Social, where he was charged with, I believe it was 37 counts in connection with keeping hundreds of classified documents in possession after leaving the White House, which of course was completely his right to do. And the bulk of the charges in the 49-page indictment relate to willful retention of national defense information, a violation of the Espionage Act that pertains to whether individuals have violated the rules for handling classified documents. And the charges also include conspiracy to obstruct justice, withholding a document or a record, corruptly concealing a document or a record, Concealing a document in an investigation, scheming to conceal, and false statements. All of the crimes that we have seen the FBI and the DOJ engage in openly, right alongside all of this drama involving Trump, that the enemy is and has been deflecting onto him since the day he announced his first presidential run. We've seen multiple examples Of the three-letter agencies concealing documents, obstructing justice, and engaging in brazen corruption with zero consequence. And meanwhile, Trump has faced a witch hunt going on seven years now. And we know that this is not designed for any other purpose than waking the sleepers up ahead of the big scare event, and of course, setting the legal framework to present all of this openly in the public. But we have to remember what this is really aimed at, folks, is elevating the consciousness of the masses. At this point, the mainstream media narratives, which I happen to very strongly believe are actually scripted by the White Hats, are not intended for us. And I'm going to expand upon that as well. But back to Trump. Of course, we know he was arrested. He was fingerprinted the whole nine yards. And then he was released with the stipulation that he can't be in contact with any of the witnesses. And his aide was charged as well. So what's really going on here? The big picture, folks, is that the rot within the system is being systematically exposed to the masses, and the evidence of success is everywhere. When you look at virtually every major metric, we talk about barometers all the time. And yet I think the longer this goes on, people are beginning to see more and more individuals within the Patriot community lose faith because the situation seems to be getting increasingly dire on the surface. But this show has always been about the truth beneath. And we know fundamentally that this was always a part of the plan in anticipation of the great reversal event. We're in the exposure phase, which precedes the disclosure phase. And everything is falling apart right now for the deep state. But we need to remember, folks, going back more than two years at this point, we've known that it would get really ugly in the final phases of their desperation as they're feeling the walls closing in on them. This is a controlled demolition, and we always knew that it was going to get increasingly painful and horrific right up to the point where it appears that all is lost. That's what a near-death experience is. That's what the precipice of destruction feels like. And I also think we should take a step back here and remember something for a moment. Since the outset of our discussions together, we've been discussing where this was all eventually headed. Right from the beginning, we knew that we were in for a near-death experience and that we would approach the precipice of destruction before the flip happened And all of the disclosure and the golden age and everything that we've been praying for and we know ultimately is going to happen would come to pass. I understand we can debate all day long what a near-death experience looks like, what the precipice of destruction feels like, but that's essentially where we're headed before the EBS goes off and this flip happens. A lot of people out there would argue that we're already at the precipice of destruction. And by a certain metric, I couldn't agree more. But that doesn't mean that things aren't going to continually deteriorate optically before we finally see the light at the end of the tunnel. A near-death experience, folks. We've talked about this before, but it's really important at this stage of the war to remind ourselves what it's all about, what it really means. And even more important amidst all the chaos happening right now, is to recognize the pillars of the Q strategy and examine how all of the puzzle pieces are coming together. What happens so often is we get distracted by all the information and the disinformation and the fog of war, that we lose sight of the basic precepts of this plan. If we go back to the days of JFK and the modern iteration of the Q operation, this has always been about exposing the deep state apparatus, particularly The three letter agencies that are functioning as a rogue operation in order to enslave humanity. There's a reason that Trump has been focusing so much on the three letter agencies, like the FBI and the DOJ that I just mentioned. But the real target, of course, as we know, is the CIA. And that's also where Robert F. Kennedy comes into the picture, as we've discussed many times on recent episodes. He's there not only to expose the corruption within these institutions, and particularly about big pharma. But he's also been placed, and this was planned a very long time ago, to function as a unifier amidst a deeply divided country. And I'll admit, a deeply divided world. But that's changing rapidly with every passing day. So much intel has come out in the past six months even that has been completely emblazoned on the consciousness of the masses. There's no denying that people can see very clearly the political persecution of Trump versus the unwillingness to pursue any justice against these cabal players. And while a lot of people admittedly don't know what the cabal is at this stage, they certainly can see that there is a two-tiered justice system. And they can see that patriots... Conservatives and Trump supporters are being held to an entirely different standard. And this has been going on, of course, as we know, for decades, but now it's clearer than ever. And this has always been a part of the Q strategy to show everyone what nobody is willing to accept when you tell them. And so we have to see everything through the lens of exposure and disclosure, as opposed to what appears to be a constant never-ending back and forth between Republicans and Democrats inside of a false paradigm that we've long since recognized. Nothing is as it appears to be on the surface. Everything that we see playing out, regardless of where it's reported, is designed to push people's consciousness into a state of cognitive dissonance so that the mind control and the conditioning to accept the establishment narrative as reality can be dissolved. And so when I look at all the information, even though I get frustrated from time to time, just like anybody else, that the major arrests haven't happened publicly yet, the tribunals and the EBS and everything that we're hoping and praying for, what I focus on amidst all of that anger and confusion and frustration is the devastating information that the deep state cannot prevent from being exposed and subsequently infused into the consciousness of the masses. There is a great awakening happening right now. We may not be able to see it everywhere at every moment, but we also have to remember that the awakening begins internally within the soul. And I think that's exactly what's happening inside the hearts and minds of people, not just here in America, but all over the world. Let's just talk a little bit about how the deep state is being exposed and how their infrastructure has been systematically targeted and eliminated by the alliance. It's become very clear that Google is in fact a deep state intelligence agency that was created by Bill Gates and the Clintons. And of course we know that Bill Gates is connected to Robert Maxwell and Bush narco money and Clinton weapons smuggling out of Arkansas. We now know the primary function of Google has always been to spy on leaders, to data mine, to facilitate offshore money laundering operations, and to keep tabs on the American people's conversations and communications in order to target their persecution. As a matter of fact, the Patriot Act, talk about legal framework, the Patriot Act created the legal framework to spy on U.S. citizens way back in the days after 9-11, when most people thought that sacrificing our privacy and our liberty was a good idea, and God bless all those voices in the wilderness in those days, raising the alarm a couple of decades before anyone would really understand the implications of surrendering our inalienable rights for an illusion. Back then, we all just wanted to feel safe, and certainly there was a sense of unity for a brief period against those who we perceived to be responsible for the attacks. But obviously, over the years, we've learned that every narrative being fed to us by the establishment has not only been deception, but also a wholesale manipulation of our patriotism. But back to Google. We know that backdoors, which enable corrupt files to be installed on devices for blackmail purposes using PRISM software, facilitated the operations of none other than Jeffrey Epstein. Google was the tool used by the CIA in the post-9-11 era under the legal authority of the Patriot Act to augment Epstein's blackmail operation for the deep state. It was also created to facilitate offshore money laundering operations. And those rogue revenue sources were fully integrated into the fiat banking system. So now that the alliance has shut down most of the money laundering infrastructure in Ukraine, The banks are collapsing because the cartels are moving their cash, not only out of the money laundering centers in Ukraine, but also out of the corrupt financial institutions right here in America due to the fact that the Russians are mopping the floor in that kinetic conflict as well as the ongoing congressional investigations, which are compounding all of the deep state's problems. This is what happened with Silicon Valley Bank. The cartels got spooked, and they withdrew their billions which have reportedly been transferred to similar operations in Cuba. And this has had ripple effects on the entire financial system, simultaneously as BRICS is rapidly expanding. Keep in mind the U.S. dollar, as the world's reserve currency, has depended on three primary components. The first being control over energy in the form of the petrodollar. The second being money laundering to prop up the Ponzi scheme, which of course was necessary to meet government debt obligations and to keep the bribery and the blackmail operations going, which I mentioned a moment ago, are directly connected to Google. Not only that, they needed this money to fund black operations, including cabal-controlled elements of the secret space program. And the third key ingredient in terms of keeping the U.S. dollar as the world reserve currency has been confidence in the U.S treasury bond yield, and of course, the threat of U.S. military force, which you've heard me talk about quite a bit. And so what white hat operations have accomplished is the targeted destabilization of their monetary infrastructure so that it will implode under the weight of its own fraud. Keep in mind that Russia has massive energy production capacity to supply Europe, the Nord Stream 2 pipeline being the key element of that equation. And this is why Russia has been a target of the deep state for so long. The rise of BRICS has been about wrestling free from the deep state energy stranglehold. And in the process, establishing a sound currency that displaces the petrodollar, which I mentioned a moment ago, is backed by the threat of U.S. military force. And by the way, the United States does not exist in a vacuum. This is a financial paradigm that involves every nation-state in the world. And this is why it's so fundamentally important to understand how the rapid expansion of the BRICS alliance is connected to the death of the petrodollar. A critical mass of nations are dumping the U.S. dollar for transaction and trade settlement. And at the same time, dumping U.S. treasury bonds with the threat of a mass sell-off in the form of Operation Sandman which may or may not come to fruition, but certainly it functions as a very powerful threat to the enemy that is already in an elevated state of panic and pain. And so all of this recent drama surrounding raising the debt ceiling only further underscores the frailty of the U.S. dollar and makes Treasury bond sell-offs more likely to accelerate. And we know Treasury bond yields and investments indicate the strength, or rather, I should say the weakness, of the U.S. dollar at this stage of the war. We also know that the money laundering operation centers primarily run out of Ukraine have been taken down, with the effect of crippling their bribery and blackmail system. And consequently, they've had to use their hidden reserves to meet their debt obligations and fund the war against the White Hats which has caused massive amounts of fiat dollars to go into circulation. And therefore, inflation has skyrocketed right alongside their efforts to maintain their power structure. And it's also hindered their ability to fund their secret operations all over the world, as we know. So throughout this process, the tenuous treasury bond, which is the backbone of the U.S. dollar, has been systematically exposed which has set the stage for the expansion of the BRICS alliance. And not only that, the covert kinetic operations behind the scenes have removed cabal threats and given nation states the confidence to dump the dollar and to move into the BRICS fold of gold-backed currency. And so now we're in the final stages where the treasury bond, which funds the U.S. government, is on its deathbed. And so I think that despite the debt ceiling being raised, which has temporarily prevented a default, the reality is that all this is doing is further underscoring the insolvency of the system, particularly the Federal Reserve. All of the Treasury bondholders can identify the weaknesses that I'm talking about, folks. And in the past, raising the debt ceiling was not as much of a threat to the Treasury bond because a viable alternative didn't exist. But now the BRICS nations have changed the game. So institutional nation-state investors can weigh their options, and they're deciding to dump the dollar by unloading treasury bonds and buying precious metals. And so even though this debt deal went through, the U.S. credit rating is still in sharp decline. We know that top-rated credit agency Fitch placed the U.S. debt rating On negative watch. So basically what we have now are rats on a sinking ship. Turning on each other in the face of this growing monetary crisis. And like Jim Willey said during our last interview, the U.S. and the EU central banks are now at war with each other. Trying to buy time as this house of cards comes crashing down. The web of evil is starting to unravel. The entire vertically integrated system involving Google as a deep state intelligence agency tied to Epstein's blackmail operation and connected to the world banks is being exposed as essentially a pay-to-play system rigged in favor of those brought under submission to deep state control. And meanwhile, we've recently discussed the fall of Bakhmut, which is having a myriad of effects on the financial system as well. Obviously, the war is ongoing, and there are many more surprises to come based upon what I've heard. But the loss of this key stronghold has had devastating effects on the ability of the enemy to continue to fund the NATO mercenary proxy war machine. I think I mentioned in a previous podcast that BlackRock and the usual suspects like Exxon and Halliburton have been colluding behind the scenes with mainstream media to conceal the truth about conditions on the battlefield in order to maintain confidence in their investors that Russia would be defeated. And therefore, the reconstruction of Ukraine would be a massive money-making opportunity. But now that Bakhmut has fallen to Russia, and consequently, the human trafficking and money laundering infrastructure has largely collapsed, Wall Street is in full panic mode. And they're scrambling to cover up how the markets are reacting to the realities on the ground. The entire Western world is already experiencing a level of debt and inflation that is commensurate with the Great Depression. And it's only going to get worse as the controlled demolition accelerates. You'll recall this is a subject that I covered with Dr. Scott Young the last time I had him on. The panic is palpable, folks. And consequently, it becomes clearer with every passing day that we are getting closer and closer to the big event, which I happen to believe is going to include a comms blackout. We just got the news that satellite phones were issued to prepare for the scare event. And the narrative prep has been underway for a while now. So as we inch closer, we can see that what Q told us was necessary is indeed coming together. And as Q the Storm Rider reminded us in an intel drop not too long ago, that while the West is optically squaring off against Russia and China, and the preparations are underway for a false flag attack on the grid, a nuclear standoff, the real target here is the deep state, particularly the CIA. And in terms of optics, we have U.S. generals publicly warning of an impending attack that will affect not only energy distribution to the country, but also the financial sector, which in my estimation will provide the perfect cover for the market crash and the subsequent rollout of the QFS. And we also have Russia arming BRICS member nation states with nuclear weapons. And look no further than Belarus as an example of that. In fact, I happen to believe that it's very likely we're going to see this nuclear standoff involve Belarus to a degree. But what's really interesting is how both within the United States and the nation states who are supposedly our enemies, leaders on both sides are unequivocally pointing to the CIA as the real culprit in fomenting the onset of World War III. And that is a direct indication, folks, that the White Hat Alliance is in control behind the scenes. China made recent public statements that the CIA is menacing the intel community, using cyber weapons for attacks and for espionage. And meanwhile, here in the U.S., we have a growing narrative against the FBI and the DOJ, led by Trump and Robert F. Kennedy. And of course, this is being amplified by many other public figures who are very influential, like Elon Musk. So as all of this is happening, we know that the false flag card is getting very close to being played. And as I've said many times in the past, I believe that there are going to be multiple different black swan events, including an attack on the grid, which will be blamed on MAGA patriots. We already know that they've labeled us as white supremacists and terrorists to prep that narrative. This is all about preventing the exposure of their crimes by causing chaos with a grid shutdown, with an Internet shutdown. They're going to hit every kill switch that they can and use it as a pretense to blame patriots and try to foment a civil war in the process. And we can't forget about what's going on at the border, factoring into that equation as well. You've heard me talk about that in detail. And at the same time, I do believe there will very likely be what appears to be a nuclear standoff that's actually being coordinated behind the scenes by the alliance through back channels. Basically, we have two major disruptive events coming that the White Hats have long foreseen and therefore have game theory operations in place to counter. And as we know, all of this leads to military intervention. All of this leads to the EBS in conjunction with the financial crash. And like I said at the beginning of the show, we're going to see the precipice of destruction. Civil war will look inevitable. We may even see pockets of armed confrontation unfold towards the end in the final moments before the EBS is triggered. It's very likely we're going to see the grid come down. It's very likely we're going to see the internet crash. It's very likely that ATMs aren't going to work, that banks are going to collapse. In fact, they already are. And this is only going to intensify in the weeks and months ahead. This near-death experience is going to appear to be exactly that. And of course, we can't forget the false flag alien invasion card as well. And on that note, Q the Storm just reported that right now, Congress has full documents, evidence, data, hard drives, and whistleblowers that prove a fake alien invasion is taking place. And they have white hat military providing information at the highest levels. He actually went on to say that over 300 whistleblowers are going to come forward about this fake alien invasion agenda. This has been going on since 2009, and more and more whistleblowers are coming forward. And he also confirmed what I've speculated about recently, that the White Hats have long had a plan to bring in real disclosure on the wings of the fake alien invasion and use that as a vehicle to disclose technology before the deep state could fully initiate their false flag alien invasion agenda operations. So folks, we can expect any and all of these things to happen. But we also have to remember that all of this is part of the plan. And all of us ultimately are safe. And so long as certain red lines don't get crossed, we have to maintain our faith and we have to hold the line in the face of all of this chaos and all of this uncertainty. Because while the exact sequence of these events is unknown, we know the end game. We can see the preconditioning that's been well underway now for these events to play out over the remainder of this year and very likely into 2024. And even though it's going to be a harrowing experience to say the least, in the end, all of this is going to be recognized universally as necessary in order to save the world from falling forever into the clutches of evil. And we can tell that we're getting closer and closer as Russia has come out now and revealed that Ukraine is actually the origin of COVID-19. And isn't it interesting that the intelligence assessment here in the United States is looming at the same time. America's Director of National Intelligence must, by law, declassify and make public all information relating to the origins of COVID. And this could happen at any moment, folks. Now, do I think that the United States is going to come out and support the intelligence assessment of Russia? Of course not. They're going to maintain the official establishment narrative here that it originated in Wuhan from some sort of a lab leak. And in the end, what this is going to do, as more and more of the truth comes out and the military gets openly involved, is expose the complete and utter rot within every institution, particularly our intelligence agencies. This is all being designed to expose that everything the mainstream media presents to the public On behalf of a rogue foreign force that has seized control of our government, has been a complete and utter deception, not just in recent years, but for decades. And this is all setting the stage for the massive public consciousness shift that all of us can feel in our bones is imminent. Certainly, we waited a long time, but now it's more important than ever that we maintain our steadfast faith in God and the white hats to see this plan through to fruition. So many things are happening, folks. Articles of impeachment against Biden and Harris. We've got the FBI redacting references to audio recordings that expose Hunter's corrupt business deals with Burisma that directly implicate the character playing the president of the United States. And not only that, a Hunter associate recently turned on Biden and revealed $30 million in bribes that directly implicate Barack Obama. All of the moving pieces are slowly coming together and being woven into a masterful tapestry to present the truth to a largely unsuspecting world. All of this is staging for the big event, and you know it's coming. And you can be sure that the primary objective here is to demonstrate how the three-letter agencies exist in order to protect the interests of the cabal. We've also got the U.S. preparing evacuation plans for American citizens living in Taiwan. We've got J.P. Morgan Chase being ordered to pay almost $300 million to Epstein victims. And I can assure you, folks, this is only the beginning of unraveling that fundamentally important connection between the big Wall Street banks and the Epstein operation. You have to remember that disclosure is incremental. And all of the justice that we demand to see that's being prevented is designed to expose the system for what it is ahead of overt military action. And so, in closing tonight, I want to share a post by Q the Stormrider that I think really sums up what all of this is about and where we need to keep our focus during the final phases of this war and appreciate. How all of it is leading us into the storm of a lifetime that will change this world in ways that can't even fully be put into words. He said, we always need to remember that Q is a United States military intelligence operation. Q is not a single person, but a team of high-ranking persons with Q-level security clearance executing operations that have been planned for many years. And certainly none of us can fully wrap our brains around the complexity of this plan. Because we don't know all the details, but we do know the fundamental objectives of this operation. A massive information dissemination program meant to expose global corruption, meant to expose conspiracy against we the people, to cause people to research further, to aid in their own great awakening which is exactly why this show and many others were born in the first place. Q's also been about rooting out corruption, fraud, and human rights violations all over the world, returning the Republic of the United States to the constitutional rule of law, and also return we the people worldwide to sovereign rule. In short, the Q operation is the greatest criminal sting an anti-treason sedition event in world history. Remember, Trump was not elected, he was placed. RFK Jr. has been getting intelligence on the vaccine agenda for over 30 years, and he has been placed for many different reasons, like you've heard me discuss. Several actors have been placed for purposes of infiltration into key departments, agencies, and corporations, the very same three-letter agencies that we've been discussing tonight. And finally, he reminds us that not all white hats are friends in public specs. Folks, I understand that this has gone on for a long time, and it's taken a toll on all of us. And certainly, my audience knows that I've been no different from anyone else out there in that regard. But history has called upon us. And God has touched each and every one of our hearts, minds, and souls. He has prompted us to come together and to stand strong in the face of any attack the enemy will throw at us. And I am forever confident in the strength and the will and the spiritual power of God's dearest creation, humanity, which I love so much. We will see this through to the end. We will celebrate victory together arm in arm. This isn't over yet, folks, but we all know that it can't go on forever and that the entire system is crumbling right before our eyes. So as I always do, I urge everyone out there to go within, to strengthen and fortify their relationship with the Creator. And in the process, Continue to reach out to other like-minded hearts and souls to boost your strength for the final phases of this epic storm. We will prevail. We already have. And we already know that God wins. In fact, he's already won. This is the Great Awakening, and we are exactly where we're supposed to be at this very moment. Keep the faith, patriots a golden age awaits, and the very best is yet to come. I love you all. All right, everyone. Hopefully you enjoyed this podcast. You can let me know in the comments. Please leave a like if you did. Also, please check out the links in the description. You can support my work in multiple different ways. Check out patriotunderground.shop to pick up a t-shirt, a hoodie, a hat, a sticker, a bunch of great items on there, very affordably priced, high quality gotten a lot of good reviews on those. You can also support me by clicking on buymeacoffee.com. And on that site, you can do either one of two things. You can make a one-off donation, or you can become a member for $5 a month and get first access to all of my content, as well as the Patriot Underground Chats. The next one is going to be June 24th. Very excited about that. Also, folks, I just want to remind everybody out there to check out PatriotSwitch.com, the best company out there for all of your personal and household products made right here in America by a company standing shoulder to shoulder with us in this war. More than 2 million patriots have already made the switch, folks. This is a no-brainer. Give it a shot. I guarantee you, you will be very satisfied. They have a 90-plus percent retention rate for very good reason. Top-notch products. They also offer beef. Truly amazing quality, folks. Check it out, patriotswitch.com slash patriotunderground. And lastly, folks, you've heard me talk about this financial situation tonight. We can all see the writing on the wall. It's time to make the prudent moves to protect your retirement savings, your 401k and your IRA accounts. Roll them over into precious metals and gold. Bare minimum, folks, you should be diversifying. There have been a lot of members out there in the audience who have taken this opportunity. I only partner with the best folks and this is one of the very best companies in the business. I highly encourage everybody out there to click that link in the description, patriotundergroundgold.com fill out a little bit of information. My team will contact you very promptly. You'll be absolutely stunned at how professional they are and how easy this process is, and you will sleep better at night knowing that you're protecting all of the wealth that you have earned your entire life, and you're actually putting yourself in a position to capitalize massively on the transition into the new system. As far as I'm concerned, folks, it's a no-brainer. Precious metals are constitutional money. This is where we're going back to, patriotundergroundgold.com. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for your love and your support. Like I say, I love each and every one of you. God bless and Godspeed. I'll be back soon with another report. But until then, Patriot out.